with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fancher reporting. While light snow will be the main precipitation type this morning, patchy freezing drizzle will also be possible. This could create slick and icy road conditions. So if you are traveling this morning, exercise your typical wintertime driving skills by slowing down and leaving extra stopping distance between your vehicle and the vehicle ahead of yours. Now, Hancock and Cerro Gordo counties remain under a winter weather advisory until noon today. This morning, the Iowa Department of Transportation is reporting that Interstate 35 and Highways 69, 65, and 3 are partially covered with a mix of snow, ice, or slush. Highways 18, 14, 218, and 188 are partially covered with snow. Highways 20 and 57 are partially covered with ice. For the latest on Iowa road conditions, go to RadioOnTheGo.com and look under the Weather tab. Swaledale Mayor John Drury has resigned in recent days along with the city's Public Works Director, Marshall Apalsdofer, City Clerk Melissa Simmons, and Councilman John Bonner. In a resignation letter, Drury said in the past year a majority of the City Council made poor decisions that negatively impacted Simmons and Polsdofer. And uh, I should say Polsdofer in, in her resignation letter, Simmons said she had never had to deal with the amount of stress and mistrust that she had experienced in the past six months. Drury was first elected in 2000, served as mayor of Swaledale for a total of 20 years. The Swaledale City Council can appoint individuals to fill the vacancies or the public can petition to demand a special election to fill the elected positions within 14 days of any appointment. Last night, the Iowa Falls Police Department arrested 38-year-old Troy Jensen of Iowa Falls for driving while barred. Jensen is being held at the Hardin County Jail. Monday at 12.42 p.m., the Mason City Police Department was called out on the report of a shooting and a person needing medical attention in the area of 1st Street Southwest and Monroe Avenue. An unidentified male was found with two gunshot wounds and transported to Mercy One North Iowa Medical Center for treatment. Upon further investigation, it was determined that the scene of the shooting was in the 300 block of 1st Street Northwest, and Mason City Police say there is no ongoing threat to the public at this time. The shooting remains under investigation. The dispatch area of the Franklin County Law Enforcement Center is being remodeled in Hampton. The project involves removing a small internal room that was part of the larger dispatch area, which will allow both dispatch consoles to be on the same wall. The existing consoles will be replaced by new units that will hold all of the monitors and phone equipment. New paint, flooring, chairs, and chair mats will complete this room. New sewer line cleanouts to the jail area are also part of the work. Total project costs about $60,000, with $35,000 of that coming from American Rescue Plan Act funds received by Franklin County, with the remainder of the funds to come from County E911 funds. Iowans are being warned to look over their credit card statements during these first days of the new year, as there may be charges for unwanted subscription services. Consumer protection advocate Michael Domke says many people agree to sample services for an introductory fee don't realize they're being charged every month or that the price went up. You may have signed up for an online streaming service two, three years ago when it was a good deal and it's auto renewing and you're not even recognized that that fee has increased annually. The fine print can sometimes be tricky and Domke says you also might have signed up for a subscription 
without even realizing it. Even myself, I fall a victim to that, thinking I was just signing up to explore something, and next thing I know, there's a monthly fee on the credit card. With so much uh, click bait on social media outlets, Domke says it's very easy to get duped into paying or overpaying for an app or service these days. I think people would be surprised how many times they may sign up for that free trial and either forget to cancel it or went past the trial or started paying for something they didn't even realize they were going to get into. He says to go through your credit card and bank statements line by line to make sure you're not paying for something you don't use or don't want. Franklin County Board of Supervisors yesterday appointed Chris Van Ness as board chairman and Gary McVicker as board vice chairman for 2023. In other business, the Franklin Supervisors reviewed a letter received from the County Planning and Zoning Commission recommending the adoption of the draft commercial wind energy conversion system ordinance with a couple of modifications. Those modifications include reducing the setback from tile lines and also removing the daily shadow flicker limit. The Franklin Supervisors requested information from outside sources regarding both items. Once that information is gathered, they will continue discussion. Yesterday, the Hardin County Board of Supervisors appointed Lance Granzo as board chairman and Renee McCullen as board vice chair. In other business, the Hardin Supervisors approved to increase the pay rates for the township trustees and township clerks. The trustees will now be paid $25 for each meeting they attend, while the township clerks will be paid $25 an hour. And the Hardin County Board of Supervisors looking for more members on the county board of condemnation. Franklin Medical Center in Hampton has accepted the retirement of Erin Murphy, PA. She's retiring due to health issues after nearly 29 years of service to the Franklin Medical Center in the Franklin County community. Murphy began her career with the Medical Center in May of 1994 as cared for patients in both Hampton and Dumont over the years. Murphy's retirement will be effective January the 16th. Current patients of Murphy will be transitioned to one of the other six health care professionals who provide care at Franklin Medical Center. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is Clarion Goldfield Dow's Superintendent Joe Nelson, who will give us an update on the current school year and what projects are ahead for the district. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program airs weekdays over the noon hour on KLMJ, following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 38 and the low of 28. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.